and welcome back to the Arise podcast. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, so it is time for our discussion. And um, you know it's time for discussion for those of you are watching on video because Ronnie has a fresh trim. <laughs> and of course, clearly I don't. <laughs> and he didn't tell me that I was going to trim. So that leads on to, the, to, on to today's discussion, which, me, which is about are your boys really your boys? <laughs> but um, on a serious note, today we're going to be talking about suffering and salvation. That's right. And you know, whenever you do evangelism, and even to some believers actually, a big question is why do bad things happen to good people? What are your thoughts? I think that we have to remember that Jesus said no one is good but God alone. Mm. Meaning that our estimation of a good person is not the same as God's estimation of a good person. Now, I think when it comes to things like sicknesses, um, diseases, etc. In the book of John, chapter 11, I believe, verse 4, Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death but for the glory of god to be made manifest mm. this is when people were asking jesus about a man who was bound by sickness they were asking him who sinned this man's parents or he himself that this um calamity has come upon him yeah yeah and jesus said this sickness is not unto death but for the glory of god to be made manifest mm -hmm. and he was healed and God was glorified because he was healed. So I think that sometimes certain things happen so that it turns out to be a testimony mm. and God ends up getting the glory. Wow. Do you follow? Absolutely. And you know, if you go to Hebrews 5 verse 8, it says, Though he were a son, Jesus Christ, speaking of Jesus Christ here, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Mm. So Jesus Christ himself learned obedience through suffering. Mm. And I'm sure, you know, someone listening now can relate to something that they shouldn't have done mm. and they suffered from it but they've learned how to um, do the right thing in future that's right and you know the usual example is a boy or a girl yeah. I'm sure right now you can scroll through the TO and see several indications that tell you that someone's just come out of a relationship and they're angry about it but even in my own personal life I know that I've learned to be better or more disciplined rather because of the things that I've suffered, because of the pain that I've experienced. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And um, the second thing I wanted to talk about was also losing your salvation. Mm. If we turn to Ezekiel 18, verse 24, I'm going to read the New Living Translation here. Mm. It says, However, if a righteous person turns from their righteousness, or rather their righteous behavior, and start doing sinful, th sinful things and act like other sinners, should they be allowed to live? No, of course not. All their righteous acts will be forgotten and they will die for their sins. Wow. You know, when I first read this passage, I was like, wow. Scary. Like terrified. Frightening. <laughs> like all your right, you could have been working for God, serving God, doing wonders in the church. Mm. And the moment you turn away from your righteous acts, it's all wiped away it's forgotten that's terrifying i think that it's really scary because we have this ideology that mm. once we're saved mm -hmm. we're saved forever yeah however just to support the scripture that you just read in philippians chapter 2 verse 12 as well it says wherefore my beloved as ye have always obeyed 
not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So the fact that it says work out your salvation lets us know that salvation is something that is progressive. Yeah. You're saved progressively. Yeah. Do you follow? Mm -hmm. So you can't walk with the mindset that once you've given your life to Christ, that's it. Grace is sufficient. Yeah. You just live a life of sin and expect to still make heaven. It doesn't work that way. You're just crucifying Jesus all over again every time. Precisely. You're crucifying him and putting him to an open shame as it says in Hebrews, I believe. Yeah. So I think that as we were mentioning earlier about suffering Mm -hmm. we have to suffer to go through a process Mm -hmm. in order to become more perfected yeah when adam sinned god cast him out of the garden of eden he placed an angel with a flaming sword of fire Mm -hmm. to guard his presence as we are trying to press into god's presence we have to remember that the bible says no flesh can glory Mm -hmm. in my presence saith Mm -hmm. the lord if no flesh can glory in his presence, in order to get there, he has to strip it away. So we're pressing into God's presence and there's this angel with a flaming sword of fire and that fire is burning our flesh away. Mm-hmm. So we're pressing into God's presence and our flesh is being burned away. Yeah. And we're being refined, we're being purified. He's working on your character. He's getting the mess out of you. Mm-hmm. He's getting the fruits of the spirit inside of you. That is not a time when you should... Um, fall away from the faith yeah. that's a time when you need to submit to the cross and allow the cross to have its perfect work in you absolutely absolutely 